Christmas ain't got a lot to say On all the things we go through within the day Politics, dating, recipes, traveling And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen Hip-hop. I take no L's, I'm always booking flights This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who stepped in the room This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who stepped in the room This is my Welcome, welcome to another episode of my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. Thank y'all for rocking with me so far this long. It's been a great season so far and we still got more to go. We have many, many great guests coming, guests that have been here. And I have another special guest, Lauren LeBeau. I call her the diva of Newark, but you know, everyone else has other names for you. What are the names do you go by? So and many, don't be shy. Um, don't be shy, girl. Yes, <laughs> I've had many past lives, as you said. <laughs> it's been in a word, Fab, uh, the ambassador of Newark. Yes, I am the table. Oh wow! Um, now it's Lauren LeBeau, aka Sacred Goddess, aka Cash Princess, aka Earth Mother Extra. Ooh, I love it. What's your birthday? It is May 25th. I'm a Gemini. A Gemini? Okay. Yes. I get but along I have, with Geminis. I love Geminis too. But I have a lot of Taurus planets. Oh, really? So okay. I, I tend to read Taurus more than more? anything these days. It's funny because I'm a Leo sun, Cancer. Okay, I forget the rising, rising, ascending. No, I think my Virgo is rising. Okay. My, I'm a Gemini ascending. Okay. And so I'm like Gemini, Leo, Cancer, Virgo. And I'm a cusp. I'm a Leo, Cancer, cusp. I'm the first day of Leo season. Okay, so that's interesting because I am Leo rising. Wow. So I really relate <laughs> to Leos. And I am right there on the Taurus Gemini cut. So that's another right reason there. why I read a lot of Taurus. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense because I'm yeah. always reading Leo. I don't, it's, for some reason, I don't want to read Gemini. I always read Leo, Cancer, and Virgo because I'm like, I already got enough to deal with. That was like Gemini. But one of the... Okay, we'll get into okay. this. But, <laughs> but it's the full moon too. Yes. Tonight, which it, I was like, I wonder if she chose tonight for a reason. No, I didn't. But everything has been lining up for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I do record on Tuesdays. So that's why it's this night. But everything is aligning. You're here for a reason. Yes. You know what I mean? And the reason why I wanted you to come on my show, I, I were you on Streets 96? You were on another radio station yes, that I met you. That's when I first, yeah, yeah, wow. that's another lifetime ago. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I met you, but I've always seen you around, always doing amazing things Thank in you. Newark and in the newspaper or online, you know what I mean? So I recently I saw that you are on a spiritual journey. Yes. And I was like, I need to talk to her. So there was the Halsey Street Festival. Yes. And I'm just minding my business. And I never, I don't see you outside like that. You know, like we're in like different circles. So I don't see you. So it was so amazing that I saw you that day. And I was like, I want her on my show mm-hmm. because of the spirit. You had wrote, it was something on Facebook you posted. I was like, oh, wow. Cause I was just starting to get into my spiritual journey too. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to talk about that and how yeah. we both got into it. But I'm feeling amazing. Yeah. And that's why it feels so good. And it, I want to share it with people. I want to spread the word to people. And this is why I'm getting all types of guests on my show. Um, There's this woman named Queen Mother Amaku. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you you know her. Okay. So I went to an event at a park in East Orange. It was for um, a back to school event that Daraja of Love was doing. Daraja Love, episode five, season two. So he came, he, I went there to record to do some content for them and she was doing yoga in the park. So I did yoga for my first time. I'd never done oh, yoga wow. before and it was at the park and it was amazing. And then after we finished, I started speaking to her. I was like, yo, you remind me of me. She's like, you remind me of my younger self. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, come on my show. So she was the first guest on oh, this season to come beautiful. in and she was so amazing. I call her once in a while. Like, yeah, we have to link up again. We have to talk, you know? Um, I even had some Oracle cards that I brought with me when she came on. It was the the African goddess Oracle cards. Wait a minute. Um, Abiola Abrams. Yes. I that do you know that that is my favorite deck? I love it. I love that deck. There is something about that deck 
First of all, it will read you down. Yes, girl. Goddesses <laughs> do not play. Mm -mm. And I love the fact that I love using those cards so much because it's hidden knowledge. Yeah. This, these are goddesses that have been forgotten for so long. And they have not been talked about. Mm -mm. And so I love the fact that it's coming back out and we are establishing relationships with them again. Yes. It's beautiful. It and, feels so good. And I'm so glad I had bought I don't know. I don't even know why I brought it with me to the show. I know she was into Oracle and Tarot decks. But I was like, let me just bring this one. Only that one. And she never had. She never did. So she bought it after she saw it. She felt it everything. And she felt the power of the cards. Aviola is amazing, by the way. And she's not far. She's right in... Brooklyn. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she's a beautiful person. So. Oh my God, those and cards are great. she comes on shows and stuff, so she might hmm. be willing to come. On. I would love if she would come on my show. Yeah. And it's amazing because I just—I've always been into tarot and psychics and all of that, but. After my spiritual journey, which again, we're going to talk about that, but we want to talk about you, so I'm going to speed it up. After my spiritual journey, it's when I got called to do listening to more tarot cards, but from YouTube. Now, this is I a general girl. I'm you know, upset. I was upset. No, I'm upset. Like from morning, from when I wake up, literally open my eyes to when I go to sleep. Yeah. And at work, I just listened to it on my headphones. I was like, yeah. Adrian, you have to. For, I did it for like two weeks straight. Yeah. I mean, but even before that and after that, I still was listening to it all day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I feel like they're talking to me. So yeah. we're, we're going to get into that. But um, I just want to talk about how what brought you to your spiritual journey because yeah. you were a lawyer first yes. right well i was actually a lawyer um i i retired from the law what? about five years ago i i became a lawyer really out of just kind of like not knowing what i wanted to do mm. i went to law school because my father's a lawyer okay and i graduated from spelman um in 2001 shout out to spelman hey. um and i just kind of was like i wanted i thought i wanted to be a writer um but you know when i graduated i just was like there wasn't a lot of money in just being like hi i'm a writer <laughs> and um i knew i needed to kind of pay the bills mm -hmm. or at least that's what i kind of so was socialized to think like all right graduate i was on that very much like middle class black track okay graduate from college you get a job mm -hmm. you buy the house you find a partner right like this is what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. this is the check 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 to check so i was like I'm, I'm, i have my college degree now i have to find a good job and the whole like what i felt i was good at like i had this english degree i'm like i don't know <laughs> how i'm gonna find a job that's really gonna support me right so i was like all right i need to go to law school so i can at least have something on my resume that looks good um so everything kind of just like aligned after that i ended up going to law school i got it i I passed the test easily because I'm a good test taker. Um, passed the test, got in, got a scholarship. Next thing you know, wow. you know, you know, I was working at a firm. Damn. And I woke <laughs> up, you know, it was kind of like that. I woke up and I'm like, wait a minute, is this what I really wanted? Mm. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like, how did I get here? D did I stop to think at any point over the last three years? <laughs> Is this what you want? Because you kind of get into law school and it's it's a little bit of, it's a lot of indoctrination. Mm -hmm. It's a lot okay. of, especially if you're, you do well, which really is just, it's really just about being able to read and write well. If you're a good reader and a good writer and a good test taker, you'll do well. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, because I did well, I was on the firm track and I'm not a corporate person. You know <laughs> what I mean? But I was all of a sudden in this very white, very corporate environment. Male dominated. Oh, very male. And I'm just like suffering, mm -hmm. you know, feeling like sad, waking up. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, what am I going to do? So I was like, all right, I have to find a, an outlet, creative outlet. So I started a fashion blog because I was like, I love fashion. Fashion blog. Look at her, y'all. Oh, my God. I can't stop sweating her kimono. Thank you. And her nails, too. Like, I, your boot, her whole outfit is fly, okay? Shout out to Marco Hall, downtown Newark. Shout out, if you don't know Ooh. him, celebrity fashion designer. Um, but I started a fashion blog, so that was beautiful. But the problem with that was 
you know, I, I got to go to Fashion Week, I got to go out and be amongst the people and go out and, um, you know, hang out in New York City. Mm -hmm. But I was going out Wednesday night, Thursday oh night, God. Friday night, <laughs> and I was in my 20s. So I would be out from like 6 o'clock to like 1 a.m., wake up, roll into work at whatever time, <laughs> just like toxic, you mm -hmm. know? Like, ended up getting fired mm. from my job, which was a huge wake-up call. Like, was it because, why, why did, if you don't mind me asking? I literally stopped working. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, my whole, <laughs> like, don't, now, don't get me wrong, I had the job for, like, four years. Okay. Like, I did it for that long, but I was so unhappy. I was so, that I literally, like, I was supposed to be doing this big brief on this case that I was on and this whole time that I was supposed to be working on it I just wasn't working oh on wow it. like yeah <laughs> and so when it was finally due and they were like yeah where's that brief I was like yeah what? I don't have it so next thing you know I was getting calls into the office and they were like yeah it's time for you to go now mind you I was not doing any more or any less than any of those other folks in of the course. office. And of course, they would have gotten a little bit more grace. But that's besides the point. We I already know. It was time for me to go. That being released, just speaking of the full moon, being released from a job is the biggest blessing that you could ever have. Girl. Because honestly, like that is the shift. The universe was like, girl, you should have left this job. You're not even <laughs> supposed to be here. Like, right. why are you here? Mm -hmm. Like, that was not for me. So once I left that job, you know, my father's a lawyer, thank God. So luckily, he was able to be like, girl, come on over here. Oh. You can find your way, you know, figure out what you're doing. So I was able to, like, kind of find my way under his tutelage mm -hmm. and guidance. And, of course, get a nice little check from the government, you know, unemployment yeah. <laughs> So I've had, like, a winding road from there. I um, started, you know, my thank God I was doing my fashion blog because that way I was able to, like, have, um, you know, kind of, like, um, a experience with writing. Yeah. So I was able to be like, hey, Newark, um, I, I, I started to fall in love with Newark because I started to get tired of going back and forth to New York City. Yeah. And I was like, I want to hang out in my in your own city. I'm a Jersey girl, mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, Newark, I would love to like write about the city for you guys because, you know, I love Newark. So I started to pitch myself as like this glambassador <laughs> of Newark. And they bought it. Wow. So yeah, that's kind of how like the glambassador thing started. I started to like write about restaurants and you know, what to do, um, you know, after dark, because, you know, this was going back about five or 10 years ago in Newark, there wasn't like there wasn't the nightlife much. Yeah, there was that not we much. have now. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, where to find this kind of food, where to get coffee, where to, you know, because a lot of people coming to Newark, especially students, they were just like afraid. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, we okay. had a bad rep, Newark. Mm-hmm. So my kind of career in life has just kind of been like a lot of failure and then just like failing forward. You yeah. Know what oh, I, mean? I like that. Failing forward. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's kind of, and I'm kind of like in that space now where it's like, okay, it's time to shift. Mm -hmm. So I think your question was, um, how did I get to spirituality? So COVID really, really was actually a major turning point for me. Mm hmm just that time of isolation yeah. ha was major. My mother passed, actually, in 2018. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank, thank you. At the end, it was Christmas 2018, oh, actually. And um, the holidays were always my favorite time of year. Mm. And so having that happen at Christmas was just like, whew, you know? And then 2020, just having, being like, okay... So this major thing happened. I never really stopped to grieve, which is another thing that I think a lot of people, especially black women, mm -hmm. rather than giving ourselves time to rest, stop, check in with our feelings. What are we really feeling? We, I immediately went to my father, went to my sister, went to my niece and just tried to fix. Fix everyone else but yourself. Yes. I tried to step into the role of my <coughs> mother. 
Mm-hmm. You know, what would my mother be doing? She would be cooking. She would be fixing. She yeah. would be, you know what I mean? And then finally, that 2020 time period of time of isolation, working from home, that I was like, wow, I got to check in with myself. I'm really not okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't really cried enough about this. I haven't really like mourned the fact that my mother's not here. Wow. So I got a chance to really do that. And I really like was like, I need like some really intensive therapy. And luckily my therapist was, is a spiritualist. Oh, oh, good. Oh, yes. So did I take Medicaid? No. (laughs) Okay. Right. (laughs) So I really, the thing is I invested in myself. Yeah. She is not inexpensive, but what I did was I was like, you know what? Rather than putting this money into, I don't know what I was going to do with it anyway, like buying food or, Mm -hmm. you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? I'm going to invest in myself. So I was like, I'm going to have this weekly therapy session where she's going to tell me what it is that I need to do to make my life better. And that has been the difference. Wow. And she really like told me all the things. She started me on the path. It started with, because she could tell I was just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I was not grounded right. at all. Because really my mom was in a lot of ways my foundation. Which is mm-hmm. that, that's a lot for all of us. You know? Um, so when that disappears, you have to find your own. Yeah. You know? So it started with a meditation course. So I did that. Then I did a... Um, uh, scent priestess training, which is a year long, where you learn all about essential oils and how to anoint yourself. Oh, wow. And chakras and how they related to the divine feminine and all that. Um, because, uh, you know, I was learning about the divine feminine, but I was kind of learning about the divine feminine in a more toxic way, shall I say, <laughs> because the YouTubers that I was following and learning about the divine feminine. They were teaching me and I was learning a lot, but this was prior to COVID in my spiritual journey. What I was learning was almost like, I had to go all the way to the right, almost to like man-hating. Mm, right, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you're trying to say. In order to come back to the middle. Damn. To like the healthy mm-hmm. balance of like divine feminine and divine masculine, which we have With both of us, with both, we got it both in the end. Right. So my whole thing was when I, because first of all, I didn't even know that there was a divine feminine. Let's talk about that. Girl, me neither. I just realized this. And even now I'm still learning. So I'm like, so that means not everybody's a divine feminine. Like I know I am, which is crazy. Like what, what makes me think I'm a divine feminine, but this is my spiritual journey I've been on. So not everybody is a divine feminine. And I'm learning that. No. And that's the thing. My whole thing was. Look, growing up in church, everything is he, mm-hmm. his, son of God. How about I didn't even know that there was a feminine God. So when I first learned that, I was mad. I was <laughs> mad as hell. It's like, how come this is not taught? Mm. How come I had to find out this information? And why is this not just known to our little girls? Right. And so it was like, that's where really I am the table sprang from. Because I was like, <laughs> you know, when I went on Wendy. I remember. You know, that's what, I, that's what I was on. I was on, like, of course men should pay for me. <laughs> Look at this world. Right. Why are women not told that we are divine? Why is it all about what men and the patriarchy? Of course, if I am gracing you with my presence, you should pay for me. <laughs> and it's not that I don't think that my views, were, I don't think my views were wrong. I just think that I had to go all the way to, I just think I was too far to the right. I think now my spiritual journey has brought me more to the center because like you said, we all have both feminine and masculine yeah. principles in us. And we have to have that balance in order to be balanced within us. Mm-hmm. So do, do I still believe that women are the table? I absolutely do. Do I still believe I am the table? Yes, you have to believe you are mm-hmm. the table. Um, but do I think that um, you, have, you have to believe in the divine masculine as well? Of course. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of masculine um, and, um, you know, people out there that are in their divinity. Yeah. You know. Um, so the Sun Priestess training, and then now I am in um, an energy healing training, which is just amazing. Wow. It's like a um, 
healing hands, shamanic based training in um, Santa Cruz, California, where I go up three times a year. It's a okay. three year training um, and it's based on the indigenous shamanic practices wow. taught by a Native American woman. And I'm super excited to kind of like, like you said, like once you start to learn about and start to heal yourself, and it's a never ending process, of course, mm -hmm. you're, you just want to really share it. Yeah. With the world. So that's what I want to do. I love it. And how was um, meditation classes for you? Because I'm trying to, I feel like my mind is always all over, but I always keep my thoughts in my head. So I thought I was meditating, but I don't, I'm always looking up different ways and like deep, breathe deep. I'm like, oh, I don't want to breathe deep. I just want to just close my eyes and just be. Is that like possible? Well, different ways to meditate. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to, you don't, you, your problem with meditation is you just don't want to like sit there with your thoughts. No, I do that all the time, but I was always felt like I got to cross my legs and I have to take deep breaths and hold it in for five seconds and let it out after five seconds and oh. back and forth. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm too lazy to breathe or hold my breath or what. I just yeah. want to breathe regular and just close my eyes and try to, I don't even know what I'm supposed to think. They say, let things just come to you and just let it go. Or try to think, ah, girl, I'm so confused. I don't even oh. know if I'm meditating the right way. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. And that's the thing. There's no right way. That's the thing. I think so many people get caught up or there's so many teachers out there. They're like, this is the way. Yeah. No, there's no right way. Like I, my meditation course, what I loved about it is that we learned like walking meditation, which I didn't know. Mm. There was like, I was like, oh, they were like, okay, so what you do is for like, you put like 10 or 20 minutes on the clock and then you get, you get, find a path and you just walk back and forth for that time. That's it. And that's meditation. So what am like what are you doing with your thought? Like I thought you're not You can set an intention okay. for that time to okay. ask a question. Like maybe you're pondering something. Interesting. And you can set an intention. Like have you also have you seen labyrinths? Those no. are walking meditations. I love those. Okay, so like a labyrinth is one of those things where it's a path and it goes like it goes like this where you walk and Oh, and it gets smaller. Like, you get in the middle, and then you walk back out. Oh. So by the t by the time you get in the middle, you get to you. You might hear an answer, or by the time you get to the end, so you're kind of like pondering. Wow. But it gives you something to. Do. It gives your body something to do, mm -hmm. so that your mind is not so. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of times when we're just sitting, it gives your your body gets restless, mm -hmm. especially if you you might be more energetic because you like to dance. I see. <laughs> So sometimes that's why I really like walking meditations or when I do meditations with kids, I really like, um, there's something called five, four, three, two, one meditation okay. where you use all your senses. So you start with, um, so, so by senses, mm -hmm. it's like, um, I always get this wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> smelling, hearing, seeing, touching, tasting. Yes. So you start with, um, Five things that you can see. So you look around and you say, okay, I see the flower, I see the mic, I see the table, I see you and your beautiful lipstick, mm -hmm. and I Thank see the, the wallpaper. Then you do four things that you can hear. So what can you hear? Buzzing, cars passing by, me talking. Your beautiful kimono when you move your hand. <laughs> four. Then you do three things. Oh, okay. That you can. Which one is this one? This is three things that you can touch or feel. Okay. So, so you just. It can also be your shirt against your skin. Oh, okay. Or the t the chair that you're sitting on. That's three. Now you're doing two things that you can smell. Perfume. Mm-hmm. And one more. And food somewhere. <laughs> and the last thing is one thing that you can taste. My lip gloss. Mmm. That's meditation. Why? Because it has gotten you back into your body. Did you notice you're not thinking about anything outside of what you're sensing? 
Oh, interesting. Okay. So you become more present. That's really what meditation is. All of a sudden, you become more present. You're not all over the place thinking mm-hmm. about my to-do list, what it is that my mother said to me five years ago, right. why. <laughs> That's all meditation is. just a way to get in your body, get in here right now. Because I've been... I mean, I do meditate here or there, but I want to do it, make it a daily practice. Yeah. And um, I notice when I take shrooms, that Ooh. helps me. Yes, girl. When I take shrooms, I used to take it, you know, for fun. Me and my ex-boyfriend, we would take shrooms, we would drink, we would smoke. And But even when I first started, this is before I went through my journey, um, I felt something like I felt like I was getting connected to something. You know what I mean? Like I felt kind of spiritual. I can't explain why I felt that way, but it was like I had a knowing of some stuff. Yeah. Even though I didn't believe, I didn't believe in myself that I was knowing whatever was coming to my mind. Like, Oh, that happens. You so know much, what I mean? Right? You're just like, no, that can't be. It. Right. Yeah. And that was me before my spiritual journey. But then once I finally started my spiritual journey, now I don't drink one or two shrooms. I sit in the Good. dark at home and I just sit there on the couch and I just talk to my ancestors. I feel like all the messages are coming from my ancestors. I even feel it's to the point where I feel like people are, are breathing by me. Like I'm surrounded by many of my people. And the when I first noticed that is when I took shrooms. I like to be home, but my friend was coming to bring me something. So I had to go downstairs and I live in a 20 story building. So I had to go downstairs yeah. and we spoke a little bit. I felt weird being outside, like exposed. But when I went back in the elevator, I was in the elevator alone, but I felt surrounded. Like I felt like I was in a packed elevator to the point where I just looked, even though I knew it was alone, I like, maybe I didn't see someone get in the elevator with me. And so I was like, wow, that's, and I automatically knew that was my people. Cause I'm laughing. I'm like, y'all not going to let me go downstairs by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't re- that's the first time I you. felt them with me. And so when I take the shrooms now, it's like, I feel them moving past me and surrounding me and everything, even like feeling like, like they're embracing me. You know what I mean? And I feel that because there's times when I need that, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, it's amazing that, and that's why I want to start meditating more. Cause I want to, get to my higher self higher than where I'm at now. Cause I'm still torn between the humanity and my spirituality side. You know what I mean? And even how I got to this point, it all started this year. It all started this year. And well, I guess technically last year, because I got the gastric sleeve September 27th last year. Wow. I was 295 pounds. What girl? I don't even like looking at my pictures from back then, but no, some people wouldn't know because I was confident. I would wear bikinis and wear outfits, even though I hated my stomach. That was my problem there. But I would just wear what I wanted to be and be and free. And you also don't look like you have any, like, I don't, it doesn't look like you have extra skin or anything. No, like, luckily. You look like you just snapped. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I got a little bit of skin, but my, my chubbiness I had was thick already. Even when I was big, it was not flabby. You know right. what I'm saying? So I guess. I'm glad. I'm not even going to complain. Thank you. And I feel it. And even though I used to, people always thought I was confident. I had some confidence, but I wasn't happy with myself. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's not fully confident. So once I shed the weight and at the time, September came, I broke up with my ex because I was elevating and he was not liking it. He was like, I don't like this new bitch you're becoming. I'm like, okay, goodbye. So you're not (laughs) wanting to go with me on this journey. You're not. And I was fine with it because I was already feeling like over him anyway. So that was September. Then I was spending a lot of time to myself recovering from surgery. Then in December, I caught COVID. I was in the hospital for five days with COVID because I wasn't taking my vitamins. Girl. And the funny thing is I was like, when COVID first came out, I didn't believe in it. You know, I traveled to Ghana, Jamaica, and Puerto Rico in 2020. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I nothing was stopping me, you know? <laughs> I was in the house, girl. I was in the house. But the funny thing is, I enjoyed staying in the house when we couldn't go anywhere. I was yeah. loving it, but yeah. I was like, I need to go on vacation. I'm a vacation freak. Like, no, I had I to get away. <laughs> so, during the time after I had COVID, a COVID pneumonia, then in January, I had all pneumonia. So, I was out basically from September to January and just keeping to myself. You know, I talked to my friends here and there, but I was keeping to myself. The group that I was introduced to, they were only doing Wachum at the time. But every time we were going to go do it or I wanted to, whenever they had a ceremony, I wasn't able to go. Okay. So, it was, and nothing was aligning. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, following this year now. They hit me up. They're like, you know, we actually have ayahuasca. Are you ready? I was like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. This is in March. And I was like, okay, 
my schedule aligns perfectly, like we can do this. But when I get there, we were on sacred land in Pennsylvania. And um, when I get there, they tell me it wasn't ayahuasca, it was yahe. And now yahe is similar to ayahuasca, but it's an older version of ayahuasca. And it actually worked out because they say it's better to do yahe before you do ayahuasca. Okay. So when I did yahe, we had no reception, so I couldn't even look up where yahe is. So I'm asking everyone there, but I trusted them. So I knew I was in good hands. It was about 12 of us. And um, we all, at night, we went around 10 o'clock. We go downstairs to the living room. We had our comforters, our pillows, whatever, because we're going to camp out in the living room to do this ceremony. And yahe is bitter, just like the ayahuasca is a tea or a brew, and thick. Ugh. You were just talking about it makes me feel gross, but it's something, but we do it ceremoniously. Okay. Everybody goes to the altar once at, one at a time, and okay. then the, um, the medicine man, he administers the medicine. But, you know, we have the music, we have people that were facilitating. They were trained so that way if somebody like me, I'm a newbie, was having my experience, they'll come and cleanse me and sing and, you know, yeah. pray over me. So... I feel, I believe now, now we had it for the weekend. So we did it Friday and Saturday night Wow! and Friday, And each time you could go up as many times as you want to take more after you've come back, you know? So I went, um, first and I was, since I had my surgery, everything hits me quicker than everybody else too. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like some people took 45 minutes. It hit me in like 20 minutes, <laughs> you know? So I'm having my experiences. The first night it was more like, um, an awakening, like, when people say, girl, you are so bomb. And I'm like, well, you know, I got to work on this. They were like, no, you are the shit. You have to acknowledge who you are. We yes. gave you this gift so you can share it with the world. Yes. Receive who you are. Yes. So it was showing me things that me and my mother, we've had issues, you know. So it was showing me that I have a stronger spirit than her. And she's going to see my light. So I have to try not to let her dim it. dim it and make me get out of character with her. And then we're fighting. You know what I'm saying? So that was another thing it showed me. Um... And then also, I've talked with my people before, I had an abortion in 2016, and I never really recovered. I regretted it, and I went through a bad time after that. You know, the first two weeks after the abortion, I was happy. I'm like, thank God I did it. And after that, I just went, like, downhill, wow. depressed for, like, two years. Yeah. So um, that night, I actually felt the spirit of the baby forgive me. Mm. It was overwhelming Beautiful. overwhelming like I was crying I was loud and the mind you, it's like other people in the room with me sure. but I just couldn't control myself so that was just only the first night so I was like they're like the next night is gonna be a stronger brew I'm like how are you gonna top this you know what I'm saying like I had a whole experience last night wow. girl the second night I think is when I had my kundalini awakening because I literally was laying there it took a little bit longer this time but when I started to feel it, I laid down and then while I'm laying down, all of a sudden I'm taking like deep breaths, but it wasn't like me taking the deep breaths. You know, at first, it took me a while to realize. I thought it was like maybe me waking up an ancestor with inside me, but no, now I'm breathing so deep where I'm like, my whole body's moving and I can't control it. I started like twitching and all this, it's crazy, all these things. And I felt something wake up inside me. I didn't know at the time it was my spirit. I just thought it was like an ancestor. I knew it was something weird, but I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Then I'm chanting my podcast name, my lovely Lou and Sick Leo Life, because we had set intentions before to find out what's going to happen or what we want to happen. So as I'm chanting it over and over in my head, like I'm seeing a figure like, like it's like she was blowing life into my name, you know? And mind you, we're all in the dark. So the, all the lights are off. Is no, yeah. We covered all the windows, everything. So it's like I'm seeing things without my glasses and I'm feeling things, you know? So that lasted a long time, you know, when I felt that. But once I felt that, I felt renewed, you know what I'm saying? I felt better than what I was feeling. I was like, I would have never been able to accept this last year. That's why I couldn't do it last right. year. You right. know, it wasn't, I wasn't ready to receive this messages that I'm getting now, Yeah. you know? And there was certain other things I was seeing, like who someone I thought was my twin flame, but I, that's a whole nother story. I think it's my soulmate, but not twin flame. Yeah. And so it was like a whole vision with that person. I'm like, yo, what is happening right now? But I embraced everything. I wasn't scared. You yeah. know, I took it in. Um, so fast forward, I was in March of 2022. Fast forward now to August 2022 when I had my ayahuasca retreat. And it was like, it's levels to that. Because even my ayahuasca 
girl, that was something completely, I don't think I would have been ready for that at all, ever. Like somebody, a regular person who would have went, might've went to a loony bin after what they, what I saw, you know? And my second night, the first night I'm not even gonna get to, but my second night is when I visited other dimensions. I wasn't here. And I felt like these are dimensions that I've belonged to in the past. Yeah. And it was not humans, it was creatures. Uh-huh. I was hearing, literally hearing sounds of creatures uh -huh. and, and I didn't, I was too scared to even look, but at some point I couldn't even move my body. Only when grandmother ayahuasca allowed me to, like she would like sit me up, but I was felt like my whole body was limp or that I couldn't move. Even when I tried to close my eyes cause it was too much, I saw through my closed eyes. Like you're not closing your eyes. You're going to see what I'm showing you, you know? And I felt kind of like the daughter of the universe only because I was able to go to different planes when I was ready to leave. There was two different places I went to where it was like barren and it was like nothing there. I'm like, oh, this place is beneath me. Let me go to the next spot. You know what I'm saying? One place I went to where I cried actually because I was sad to leave, but I was like, I have my brother, my mother and father back on earth. I need to go back to them. But I was sad to leave where I was. So I felt like that was one of my homes I've been to. Sure. You know what I mean? So just that alone, it just got me into it. But the reason why I brought up the Yahe is that's when I started getting into tarot reading because it was telling me um, that we, we can speak to you through your tarot reading mm. and Yahe, right? So I was going into and I started listening to all, I had like 15 different tarot readers that I had saved, <laughs> okay? So now when I was starting to doubt that happening after some time, because here I am going back to my human side, like I'm trying to stay spiritual, but shit's happening to me and I'm just like losing faith again, you know? That so it, And I feel bad that it happens, like, because I know I, it shouldn't, but it's just the human side. So can I? Yes, help? please. Okay, so. One of the things that I'm learning um, in um, this retreat that I'm going to the energy healing, which, by the way, the ayahuasca retreat that you're doing, thank you for inviting me, by the way. Yes. One of the things that I want to do when I'm done with my, um, I want to wait until I'm done with my three years. Oh, got you. Because one of the things that we're learning is um, about our container. So what we're building is... Um, a strong container because like okay so you know how um, so let me start from kind of the beginning and I won't talk too long <laughs> so like when we're a in the womb actually for to age 12 is literally when every single thing is imprinted upon us mm. and after that we're pretty much done like nothing else that happens or that can happen really um can imprint and so um the things that happen cause wounds mm -hmm. even in the womb and those wounds um cause us to act the way we act today that's crazy right so when we have a wound that happens the defensive ego mm -hmm. um causes us to act out in whatever way that we act out as humans, mm -hmm. right? So energy healers um, are able to, or even us, like humans, um, our highest self, so that a highest self that you want to access rather than reverting back to mm -hmm. defensive ego that surrounds that wound. So for instance, me, my wound, one of them is like, um, I want everyone to like me. Mm -hmm. because my sister I really wanted her love as a child because I felt like she didn't like me mm. so what do I do I people please that's what my I always go back to people pleasing mm. so that's like my defensive ego people pleasing right so when I see so so that's like my defensive ego that's my wound my higher self is my witnesser hmm. who can see, ah, you're people pleasing. So it's not the people pleaser. That's the wound. Yeah. That's the defensive ego. Got it. So that's the one that's going to be like, um, that's going to be like when someone asks me to do something and I really want to say no, but I say yes <laughs> because, or and I say yes and I resent them. Yeah. Um, the witness, the higher self is the one that says, oh, you said yes, you resent them, 
you'll do better next time. It's not That's saying like, you should have, like, why would you do that? It's right. not shaming right. your, your wound. It's just say, okay, we notice we're still in the wound, you know, okay, let's try again next time. Or mm. even just to witness it is yeah. a lot of times a step forward than just acting out of your wound. Right. Anger is acting out of your wound, obviously. A lot of us have that anger we lash out, you know, like even being defensive. Mm -hmm. You know, we all, we're just human. We're human and we're, you know what? That defensive ego protected us. Yeah, that's true. You know, mm -hmm. we because we weren't safe as kids. And a lot of times we didn't know how, any other way. A lot of times Ugh. we didn't even have language because we were hurt so young, you know? So it's all about just letting go of these things that what? No longer serve they us. No longer serve us. Yes. That's true. So to get back to your higher self is all a, really just the start is just witnessing what the things that you just don't want to do anymore and i'm starting to witness a lot of motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like as much as i kind of get down like i'm losing my higher self it always reminds me like i'm still here girl yeah you know i'm not going anywhere you still got it in you you just got to stop putting it's yourself down there. Mm -hmm. yes and don't put yourself down don't like and don't like be like damn why'd you do that or oh my god you're so stupid like why are you still being like that this like this journey, please. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like long. Like I said, and it's like an onion. As soon as you like be like, oh, I healed it. <laughs> Guess what? It's another another thing layer. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then it's something else, and then it's like, oop, look over here, look over here. What about this? And it's like, so you can't just be like, oh, I'm stagnant. Heal. <laughs> it's like healing. You keep healing no change matter what. The, right. Change the language to like from he I'm healed mm -hmm. to I'm healing. And it's okay. Like, you know, and it's just like, um, I, I have such an issue with that of like wanting to get, get there. Like yeah. I just, as soon as I get here, everything will be okay. It's the impatience when really it's like life is about the journey. Like yes. enjoy it. Enjoying like, every step. Yeah. Like when you said failing forward, you still had a lot that you went through, but it was putting you to a bigger picture, yes. a higher picture, you know? Yes. And it's like, I can only say that now. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course, <laughs> we don't like, see it while we're going through it, but yes. it's a reason. Yes. I, um, it's, you mentioned girl, I got laid off yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. I got laid off, but my father has his own business. So I'm there wow. now today like today so it's, funny how exactly and so today I was like I woke up this morning because of the, the blood moon and the lunar eclipse yeah. so I woke up this morning and I did some meditation on it what I thought and I thought I would do like five times I meditated for like 35 minutes straight and it gave me clarity on the letter on what I needed to do regarding the old job you know what I'm saying so I had a thought and I'm putting I'm working on that now but when you said it, it was like, I knew it was time for me to leave that job anyway, I, but I was a little sad, but not really. I just felt like, I guess, cause it's the end, you know what I'm saying? But I know it's a bigger picture. Like there's a whole thing. And this is why I, I guess, because now I've gotten closer to my spirituality, I feel a change is coming. Like I feel it, but I'm so impatient. So I had like a few weeks ago, I went, had like a breakdown. Like I've been single for, well, besides the last guy, I was single for like about seven years. You know what I mean? And I always kind of knew I was protected being that I wasn't getting like any man, like, you know, some of my friends, guys talk to them all the time. I would be the ones that would be spared. Like guys don't come and talk to me. And I felt some kind of way, like what's wrong with me? I'm so dope that. and I'm beautiful and this. And but I'm like, okay, it's because you're not supposed to be with just some regular guy. Like you, you're, you have a divine masculine waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? Before I even knew what the hell the divine Absolutely. was, you know what I mean? And I'm starting to realize that now, even still though, I'm 40 now and I still get kind of defensive. Like when is my time coming? You know? So I had a whole breakdown the other day. I called my friend. I yelled at the universe. I cursed it out and everything like, <laughs> right. like I was angry. God, <laughs> And so it was like the next day I finally calmed down and did another little meditation. And I hate to say meditation because I still feel like I'm not doing it right. But it was when I just sat down and just, just, just shut up and just listen. You know what I mean? So that helped me get through that issue. But um, I do believe my time is coming now. And I realized my purpose is 
the, my voice, my voice is my power. You know what I mean? This is why I have my podcast. I've been doing radio for almost 20 years, yeah. you know, and this is why I'm here. And this is to share people's stories. Yeah. And I used to tell people the reason why I'm here is to live my life so I can let people find their own happiness. And when I did the ayahuasca and Yahe, that's what it was also telling me. I was yeah. always saying this for years, but I didn't know how to say it. it said it in a better way, of course, but it was basically saying, so it's like, I always knew what it was that I'm here for. Like, yeah. it's like, I know things already, but it's either my subconscious is not letting me process or it's hiding it or something. So it's like, I know I have it in me and you have it too. And this is why I wanted you on here because I see your light and I see your spirit, you know what I mean? And you're amazing. So I wanted you to share your story and keep sharing it, girl. And you, you're going to school or not school, but yeah. I got school for spiritual healing and everything. So yes. do you plan to be like a priestess and help other people heal and teach others as well? Yes. Well, so I definitely plan to do healings and offer my services. Yes, I want to. Um, I'm ready to leave my job. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Um, and offer my services to really heal. And um, I, I don't know about teaching um, energy healing yet, but um, I definitely want to teach in the way of like content. Like mm -hmm. I definitely okay. am ready to go, get out there with even like just showing people how to easily meditate and easily like change their life and like daily things that they can do to like get grounded mm -hmm. and like start the spiritual journey yes. and like you know like i think um especially black people and black women you know it's just so easy for us to get to the end of our life and have poured out our entire selves for other people mm -hmm. and have forgotten ourselves like i saw it with my mother I, I really am doing this for my mom like i was with her in those final days mm -hmm. and the thing that i really just saw her is just i felt like she was just drained of her life force and mm. the thing that she was so giving, you know, giving, giving, giving to her last drop. And um, I am that way too. But what I am not going to do is give to where I am giving so much that I'm taking away from myself. Right. I'm going to give out of my overflow and not give where I'm just like, you understand? The chippity drop, drop. You're not going to give the last bit of what you got to anybody else. Exactly. And so I, in her name, am really going to give to myself first. Mm -hmm. I'm going to practice my spirituality every day. I'm Beautiful. going to fill my own cup. Um, and then I'm going to give to others. Um, I'm going to share my spiritual journey. I really want to heal people in our community. Mm. Um, there's so much clearing that needs to be done of old stories. Oh, um, what I'm learning is that we can clear our trauma. We can clear our ancestral trauma. We can clear um, like these lineages. Um, you know, we have a beautiful lineage. It, lineage. It's not all trauma. Yeah. But it, it, there is a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what I just got back from Santa Cruz this weekend and the, some of the shit that came out, my God, like wow. um, there was so much trauma in my sacral chakra, um, which is um, where you hold like passion and sexuality and creativity and all that stuff i mean so much if i can go there like you if you can you can look at me and tell my bloodline there was a lot of ancestral rape wow wow so i had to clear and i'm not done it's not just like one time right. poof done mm -hmm. Had to, I have to clear a lot of that unconsensual touch, wow. unconsensual, you know, my mother used to talk, my mother was more light skinned than me. She used to talk to me a lot about that, you know, about just all the ways that my matriarchal line was abused, mm. you know, and the way we suffered, you know, black women, we suffer in different ways, you know, colorism is so real in our community. We suffer in different ways. Like I see you in the way that you have suffered mm. and women of my color suffer in a different way. You yeah. Know yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so 
it has to be, we have to clear this trauma in our community. We have to respect it. We have to acknowledge it and clear it. Yep. There's so much work that needs to be done. Um, so I want to just be a voice. I want to talk about it. I want to share my story. I don't, I don't want to be ashamed about right. it. I want to share my story so that others can be reflected in that. And then I want to show them how they can start clearing it. And so I'm building my website for Good. this new Lauren Lobo lifestyle. Yes. Um, go to laurenlobo.com if you want to know more. It's Lauren L E B E A U X. Um, and so I'll be doing events. Um, I'm also a yoga teacher. I oh that's the other thing. I I did a trauma conscious yoga mm. um, certification recently. So that is kind of bringing in like another way to think about yoga because i used to always think about exercise as like i have to do this to lose weight mm -hmm. and it's like mm. <laughs> girl <laughs> actually yoga in an indigenous way is it's more it's about better. spirituality mm -hmm. it's more about mm -hmm. centering yourself and actually you know getting back to like li like you said listening to what spirit and your ancestors are having to say and moving your body with intention right yoga is a way to get back to your spirit it's the way it's that same thing that I was saying about yoga when you go into the poses it's actually you know you move your body into those poses so that you can ground into spirit and you can listen to what you know spirit is saying so and then also so many of us have been traumatized a lot of those poses you get into them you know have you ever been to a yoga class or I don't know if you do yoga mm -hmm. sometimes you go into those poses you start crying wow because you move your body is moving in ways that it comes, trauma wow. comes up. And a lot of these uh, yoga teachers aren't even equipped to deal with that when they have people in classes that have been through things. Mm. So I'm learning a lot. That's good. <laughs> so I want to, um, yeah, I just want to share that with people. Do you think that's your destiny or your purpose in life? Yes. Yes, I've like I'm totally excited because I've found my purpose. You know, it's been a winding road, like I said. <laughs> um, and I think what where I started, which is being a lawyer, that's why I was mm -hmm. fired. That's why right. nothing has felt right. That's why I've had so much failure in life because it's like I've been trying to get to this purpose that I thought was connected to like you know, oh, it has to look like this. It has to be connected to some money. Yes. It has to be, you know, you know, it has to be connected to like this white picket fence. Yes. I have to have this husband that looks like, no, it doesn't have to look like what everybody else is doing. Exactly. It has to feel right to me. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm finally there, it's like, thank God. You, you made know? it. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is like, yes, of course, your divine partner is on its way. And the work that you're doing now, you'll know because they're going to be reflecting the affirmations that you say to yourself. It's really a self-love journey. Yeah, I agree with that. And it took me some time to get here. Like I would walk around saying, yes, I love myself, but I really didn't. I really didn't. Now I can say, do, I mean, I'm working on my fat name, so that's the, the thing. But I love myself physically, spiritually, mental, mentally. I'm still working on the little things, but it's still more love than I've ever had for myself. Right. So and I have it now. Going. And I'm going to keep going because, it is, like you said, it started when I was young. I was bullied for being the darkest girl. And I was always friends. I was never like the the girlfriend type I was always like the friend or the best right. friend for the guy you know what I mean I was always like that and I was just like so since I was young when I was 14 I tried to kill myself because I was like I'm never gonna have a boyfriend and wow. nobody wants me I'm black I'm ugly and this is how I felt you know um and my 30s I changed I had a better mentality that was it's like every decade things get better you know what I'm saying I was just gonna <laughs> tell you the 40s are amazing I'm 43 oh you look good girl thank you the 40s are amazing. That's when I called in my divine partner. Mm. We just celebrated one year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And it was when I was feeling my absolute best. Mm. And on my spiritual... After this, my COVID spiritual journey is when I called them in. Wow. So I'm just reflecting to you that this is your time. But you... It is. It's, it's when you are on that journey yeah. and you're doing your work. And you're just like... And when you get to the point where... I got to the point where I was... When I heard spiritual songs or love songs, I was singing them to myself. Mm, that's good. That's when I called my partner. Wow. When the love songs didn't, it wasn't even it wasn't thinking about, about nobody else. else but myself. Mm. You get to that point, unstoppable. 
I'm working on it. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm definitely working on yes. it. Yes, 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 yes. You are. You are. It's yep. gonna happen. I, f I, f I feel. That's another thing on ayahuasca. I had a conversation with this divine masculine. Uh -huh. I believe we've met. Like I know who this person is, but it's just lifing. Life is lifing right now. You know what I'm saying? But we had a conversation more than once and not even when I was on ayahuasca I've had other conversations but it's always like when I'm on shrooms and I'm trying to like get to my higher self without having to take other substances or shrooms yeah. or ayahuasca but as of now I mean it's still good it's natural I'm still gonna do my shrooms I'm gonna I'm still planning to do another um, ayahuasca retreat but I would think I'm gonna facilitate it now cool. um, so I'm getting into this plant medicine and the group that I work with they're Latinos and they want to help get it in the black and brown community mm. you know what i'm saying so even the facilitator's girlfriend she works in the medical field and she's doing studies about plant medicine and shrooms and stuff with um mental illness so they're working on stuff like that wow. now so they want to bring it forth to the communities that need it because yeah. you know what i mean like people want to self-medicate like me i'm still working on it but i was self-medicating drinking alcohol every single day every single day and even after my retreats, I didn't drink for the time being when I had the retreats. Maybe I didn't drink for a month after. Then I slowly get back to drinking again. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm still trying to still trying to heal. And like, as you said, we're going to keep healing. So it's not something that's just going to stop all of a sudden because you're spiritual. You're going to keep healing and unpeeling back layers. You yeah, know what I mean? So absolutely. I'm still a work in progress, you know, and we all, we all are. So it's not like people think you're spiritual. No, it's not about going to church and Jesus. No, it's about your own inner spirituality the god within you the universe within you and around you you know what i mean yes. so this is why we're here to spread the word she knows her purpose she's sharing with y'all sharing with me and i appreciate you yes i appreciate uh, you thank you so much for coming on to my show this was a wonderful conversation thank you this is what i try to do do you have anything that you anything else you want to promote or anything you want to say I just was going to say, I have a YouTube video for you. Okay. That I, I follow this guru called Muji. Okay. And for um, tapping into your higher self, your I am, mm -hmm. without any sort of, um, you know, shrooms or anything, um, I'm going to text yes, it to you. Yes, send that to me. And also, one more thing. I hope I didn't delete it. I might have deleted it. When I did the ayahuasca retreat, the medicine man brought with him... Um, some oracle decks he bought like 10 oracle decks and cool. I picked one from each one to show me like what is gonna happen this weekend so one of the cards I pulled it was amazing because one of the cards I pulled is actually one of the places I visited but I didn't realize it till the next day I mean when I came home I was like wait a minute I saw this and this was the card and that card oh I deleted it that card was from the Lemuria Oracle deck and it was An like plane. yes uh -huh. and so that's what it was telling me and I'm thinking it's talking about going to different dimensions and yeah. the multi-dimensions are all yeah. working at the same time it's not yeah. just one and I didn't understand what that card was telling me until Saturday the second night when I went to multi-dimensions and yes. it was that told me like this is you you're part you're not just human you're yes. other things as well yes and it just the merging with the divine. That's what it said. Yeah. It said merging with the divine, and this it's a chakra up here. So it's the soul star chakra. That's yes. what it was. The soul oh, star soul chakra. Star. Yes. So what I want, just want to say, I I think plant medicine is beautiful, and for black people, yes. But what I would say is what we need to do first is make sure we are getting our foundation. Mm. Make sure our foundation is straight. First, before we go up yeah because a lot of people go up too quick and if you are not grounded you might go up and not be able to get back. back down mm. and if you see some a lot of people that are on the street talking to themselves they're up there wow and weren't able to come back down that's so a that's good just point a little warning mm -hmm. so even like sometimes with your retreats and stuff that you plan to do, just make sure you're grounding, 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 yeah. grounding, grounding. Even with like dance, dance is a great grounding. I love to dance, y'all. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's very good advice, and thank you for that because mm -hmm. uh, I was after that when I came home, it hit me, and I actually was crying for most of the day because I was shocked at what I saw. I had to call my facilitator, and this is a woman, Evelyn. Oh, you guys will hit it off. She actually came on this season too. Um, 
she, I called her because I was like, I'm so confused. I was like, am I really an outer being, like not human? And she yeah. helped me, she helped me get grounded. And you know, so I was lucky enough to have those people to talk to because it was like, I was scared. I was excited. I was nervous. I'm like, wow, just like flabbergasted. Yes. You know what I mean? So I did have people to help me and they taught me like what to do and what not to do when I come back home. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, you and even when I came back home the week after I did shrooms, right? But the medicine was still in me. So when I took the shrooms, it was me and two of my good friends. We did it with intention. You know what I mean? Yes. We, uh, we cooked and we, it was like a whole therapy session. But before I think I started it because I was like in between realms, like we were playing music, but the music in one ear was sounding like wavy and slow. And the other ear sounded like the way it was supposed to sound. You know what I mean? And, it just brought back all these emotions again. So we talked it out, you know, they helped me, but it was just weird. I was like, wow, that really did happen. It's a real thing. And yeah. it really changed my life just that one weekend. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it just showed me my higher self and I got to stop doubting myself and I keep doubting myself. And then when I doubt myself, something happens that I already knew was going to happen. Like, bitch, see, I told you, you know, you know what's going on. You know what's yeah. how to do it, you know? Yes. So it's still a learning thing. This is, like I said, I just started this journey this year. And um, that's it. You got it. We got this, yes. girl. <laughs> so thank you so much again. And uh, we will see y'all soon. Peace. That was fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Thank you for coming. Yes. Okay. <laughs>